Hey guys, welcome back to the Not So Fair But Lovely podcast. Today in the studio, we have the amazing Sonoba back with us. Hey Sonoba, how are you going? I'm good. How about you, Ramona? Uh, I am good. I am. Uh, it's been a marathon effort to get us here today, but that ties in really well with the subject we're going to be talking about today, and that is finding the time in your day to take out 10 minutes for yourself. And I think you're an expert in that. And I'm so glad to have you here with us to talk us through it today. Thank you. Yes, today it was impossible the way we got through this. <laughs> but you see, persistence is the key. And so is uh, how you can implement this on our today's topic, where you just need persistence. 10 minutes every day, persistence. It doesn't have to be like you have to do a Absolutely. boot camp workout for your fitness every day for 10 minutes. No, that's not needed. You know, you yeah. have to prioritize your health and you have to prioritize your physical health as well. Absolutely. And I think I'm hearing that more and more these days. We live in a time where we have so much on our plate in all ways. You know, we're bombarded on a daily basis, but whether it's through social media, whether it's through daily activities. And I feel that to kind of like carve out some time for yourself is so critical. And at the end of the day, like you said, it comes down to that consistency. I think in the long run, would you agree that that's what pays off? Absolutely. Because that is what is important. This is a very crucial part of your life. And you know, it is all about you. You have to understand and you have to value your health first over everything. Because if you have good health, is where everything mm. good follows. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And I think more and more so, you know, given the last uh, few years, what every one of us have gone through across the globe, um, which was a really uniting experience. I mean, obviously, everyone experienced the, you know, COVID differently, but I think it was definitely, um, I've heard, you know, from talking to so many people that it really was a game changer in the sense that it made us kind of stop and reflect. And, you know, like you said, uh, prioritizing uh, your health uh, relationships. And I'm talking about, you know, healthy relationships. I'm talking about uh, all these things that add value to your life and getting rid of all the stuff and the toxic things in your life that don't. But I think what I hear from people is um, it takes 30 days or 21 days, you would know better than me, to create a habit. Can you talk us through that. How, you know, what in your experience, how long does it take to actually create a healthy habit? Well, to create a healthy habit, you need to kind of fixate your mind to it. You need to understand the bigger goal. Mm -hmm. It is not something where, you know, uh, you do something for five days or you do it for 10 days or uh, you do it for a month. No, mm -hmm. it is not even about your body getting into a habit of it. Mm -hmm. It is about a lifestyle. You have to adopt it as your mm -hmm. lifestyle. You know, like how in the morning we are conditioned to wake up in the morning and just brush our teeth. Yeah, It's our conditioning. Yeah, yeah, Although we can do it at any given point in the day, but this is what we choose to do first thing in the morning. That's so true. As we yeah. are conditioned to do it. Yeah, yeah. First thing in the morning, like maximum of the population is known to, you know, have coffee or tea as a brain stimulant. And that is effortless. <laughs> I was about to say that. <laughs> I was about to say the first thing I do in the morning uh, after I've, you know, done wash my face and I, I go to the coffee machine and I put it on. It's like with, even if my eyes are closed, that's the first thing I do in the morning. So when so, you can do that, why can't you just <laughs> incorporate a 10 minute workout for yourself yeah. in your daily routine? Yeah, 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 absolutely. And I remember you speaking about this in, in the first episode when we um, were sort of chatting a little bit about, you know, how you 
take care of yourself and what things you do for yourself on a daily um, basis. And obviously, from our previous episodes, we know that your days can look really different. Um, you have a lot of travel. You're out and about a lot. You could be on a shoot. Just talk us through, you know, what I guess an average day looks like for you and how do you make this part of your daily life? Well, in an average day, I don't have a fixed uh, time where I work out, but I do work out for 10 minutes, 15 minutes, mm-hmm. 20 minutes on a given good day. So it is very important for me to work out and it's become a part of my life. So some, it's not again a boot camp workout. So let's say if I work for 16 hours a day, it would just be simple mm. 10 minutes of breath work. Okay. If I have had a very easy day, let's say it's, you know, I've been home the whole day doing house chores, then I would do some kind of a, you know, core strengthening exercise workout for 10 minutes. But I would incorporate Mm -hmm. it as a part of my life. One day I would just do push-ups. One day I would just do legs. So it's not important that you have to work on your entire body. It is important Mm -hmm. as long as you stress and challenge those muscles and let the adrenaline, you know, Mm. kind of be combated with endorphins that get straight released into your bloodstream. It helps. Yeah. It helps at a well, think, bigger level, at your physical level, and it also eases you at your mental level. I think what I'm hearing from what you're saying is that what it really comes down to is movement and being active. And I think, you know, likely we live in a time now where our phones are our lifeline. We work on our phones. We connect with people on our phones. We have, it's just constant. And I think I've seen definitely with a younger generation, with my kids, um, it's a much more sedentary lifestyle than what we grew up doing. You know, me, um, my leisure time, playtime when I was younger was outdoors. It was physical. We were riding bikes. We were playing in the garden. And now, I, you know, it's like you almost have to push the kids out the door and say no devices. Um, yes, so I think, you that- know, we're seeing that in the younger generation, for sure, I'm sure you would agree that there's a lot of health issues um, related to that because we're just not active like we used to be. Absolutely. You see, children are diabetic these days. Can you imagine if ADHD wasn't enough and a lot of other anxiety wasn't enough, now children are diabetic. So you see, this is all Mm. again about your lifestyle. Earlier, now today, every information is available on a six-inch screen, your device. Yes. Easily accessible. Absolutely. And during our times when we grew up at that point in time to even gain or even pass a message Mm. across to your neighbor, you had to physically go through it. Wherein today, even if your neighbor is next door, you're not even bothered. I mean, you'd still drop a text instead of just going over. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And I think that's so correct. That is why it's very important, you know, to kind of have this fitness as a priority in your lifestyle, to make it your lifestyle, Mm. to not make it as another chore that you do throughout the day, but to make it your habit, to make it your lifestyle, incorporate it, be it anything. There are so many ways that, you know, you can incorporate it and you can Mm. incorporate it as a part of your habit. So once it's a part of your habit, it stays with you for good. Absolutely. But I want to go back to this point because obviously you're a fitness expert. Um, you're a stunt woman, you're, you're many things. And, you know, you have the knowledge to know uh, what to do when, how to listen to your body. And that's really, really key. But for the average person um, where, who doesn't have that level of knowledge or, or insight into themselves, tell me, how can we incorporate 10 minutes of activity, whether it be climbing that extra flight of stairs or whether it be taking, you know, your animal, your dog for a slightly longer walk. How can we 
incorporate that activity that you talk about, that movement that you talk about, if, you know, we're just going about our daily routines. Tell us, give us some ideas of how we can do that. Sure. There are so many wonderful ways that you can do that. So you don't mm-hmm. have to start uh, absolutely at a high intensity level. You need to start with something very basic. So let's say park yeah. your car further away from where you are going. Yes, yes. Park your car further away from the grocery store. Do not just, you know, mm. conveniently park it to the closest spot. Park it just at the end spot. <laughs> I am guilty of that. <laughs> yeah. Who isn't? Absolutely, yeah. Who isn't? Yeah. But on a good day, yeah. just park it at the end spot where you need to walk yeah, sure. to get to your car. So that is one so that, form of a physical you're activity. Saying to me, you're saying to me, Ramona, don't do the click and collect option anymore. Physically go and get those groceries. (laughs) Yes. Physically go, get those groceries. Now, let's say if your car is very nearby or it's at a mid pace, it's some mid length, you know, close, but not too far. So what you need to do is if your groceries are not that heavy, kind of just balance Mm. lunging towards your car. Just do a couple of lunges. (laughs) Just a couple of lunges. (laughs) I'm just getting a visual of myself doing that. And knowing me, I would drop my eggs or something and there would be dinner on the floor. Um, No. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, that's me. I've got got two left feet. But I'm saying yes, I understand what you're saying is that you've got to put it in wherever you can and just make sure that it becomes um, a part of your daily routine. Yes, a part of your daily routine. Now, let's say uh, majority of the population kind of, you know, switches to tea or coffee first thing as they wake up. So as their Mm -hmm. tea and coffee machine is making their coffee or let's say even if you've put it on the burner or, you know, the other ways of making it, it at least takes five minutes to, you know, kind of materialize and happen. And in in those five minutes, it's those dead five minutes where you just stand and wait until it happens right so at that point in time <laughs> absolutely at that point in time no matter what age mm. you are you can just hold your kitchen platform and just do 20 yes. squats yes it'll just activate you i've often thought about doing that i've thought about doing that many times see why didn't but, you do it um, do it all you need to do is do it that's it because you know you can like just do you simple said, calf raises you can just simply yes. stand and just go up and down on your toes those are calf yes, raises I do, it works on your calf I, muscles i do the calf raises because that feels good and the squats obviously hurt more but i know what you're saying and i think you know it's just about having um being conscious of these moments and opportunities like you said so whether it's five minutes here five minutes there and Absolutely. like you said, it doesn't have to be. It doesn't have to be a concentrated ten minutes where you pull out your yoga mat and you know you put no, on your meditation have to music. Be. Exactly. I think let's that's say where you're sitting on the sofa get, and watching yeah. Netflix. Let's say you're having yeah. a good day. Let's say it's a Sunday. Yeah. You're watching Netflix or you're watching something over the television, yeah. and you've been mm-hmm. there for thirty minutes. All you need yeah. to do is just come to the edge of the sofa and do tricep dips. Simple. Wow. Basic. So you mean just don't, just don't reach ten for the chocolate? minutes. Don't yeah, reach just, for the chocolate. <laughs> go reach for the chocolate but you know provided you do 20 tricep dips go reach for the chocolate oh god sorry I'm laughing but I'm just thinking I, I know what I do when I sit on the couch and let me just tell you there is not a lot of activity happening but I know what you're saying and I'm sure if I really thought about it I could incorporate some leg exercises and more some movements even some stretching and my podiatrist was asking me the other day I was pl- complaining of you know pain in my feet and uh, he was saying, have you done the stretches I told you to do? And I was guilty and I had to say, actually, you know what? No. And it was literally five minutes of stretches that he'd given me. Um, and he's like, well, then you can't complain because you're not putting in the work. And I'm like, yes, I know, guilty. So 
Absolutely. I mean, there's a lesson there for all of us. You know, we all have the same number of hours in the day. And um, we just have to, like you said, make it part of our routine in in some way, shape or form that shouldn't be stressful. That should also be enjoyable. You know what? Let's say you had a long day. And let's say you're Mm. just laying down in the bed. All right. Mm -hmm. Now, laying down on the bed itself, you could just do 15 crunches. Simple, basic crunches, not like a hardcore ab workout. Simple, basic crunches and the bridge where you just bend your knees and push your hips up and you just hold that posture. So it works great on your lower back and your hip. And then that's it. Go off to sleep. Knock off to sleep. That's it. Yeah. I remember you telling me, when we were training, you know, that you'd say to me, Ramona, I'd say to you, I'm going away, snowboard holiday. And, you know, like once you get into a good routine, it's scary because you don't want to break the, that pattern. You know, I feel that way when I'm going on a break thinking, oh, my gosh, you know, I'm going to be away from a gym or I'm going to be away from my trainer. How am I going to do this? But you would always say to me, don't stress, enjoy, but do say five Surya Namaskars or something, like an all-body exactly. workout. And you'd, you'd always tell me that. Remember, I'd always just say to you, write me a routine, Sonoba. I want you to tell me what to do. And you'd be like, nothing. You're on holiday. Go. Enjoy, babe. Just do five of these a day and then don't even think about it. And I think, you know, it was about, you know, like you said, um, the muscles and just the movement and just keeping the flow going. Absolutely. Um, and I think that was a really good thing for me because it just took the stress out of it, you know. Hmm. And it just made it much more, you know, realistic and doable. Absolutely, you know. And guilt-free, you can enjoy your vacations because at the end of the yeah. day, it's a vacation. But again, on a vacation, you would brush your teeth every day in the morning. So same thing over here. Yeah. Same th- yeah, same yeah, theory. Yeah. But so you don't have to do it in excess. Like normal workout would be for a 45 minute. You just need to do it for hmm. five minutes. Simple. And, you know, to further simplify it, you can even choose Mm. to target one body part per day. So, for example, one day, just do five push-ups. If you can do only five, do five push-ups. That's it. Second day, do 10 squats. Third day, just do the lower back exercise because that's very important for women, especially Mm. with age. It's very important. Third day, do the lower back exercise and it's very easy. Like you can just lay down on the bed and do it, you know. They're not very difficult exercises. You can just lay down on your bed and, you know, just push your hip up and down and up and down. You don't have to be on a floor. You don't need a mat. You don't need special exercise gear for it. You can do it in your pajamas. (laughs) That's good because I'm in my pajamas right now, let me tell you. What I was going to say, what would be amazing would be if you can put together for our, our audience just like a short video which we'll upload to our feed and just run through some of these simple exercises that you've spoken about. And I think that way, you know, to actually physically see what they look like and maybe we could even, you know, we do it in a setting at home so it's really realistic and so people can actually understand you know what when I am standing in the kitchen I can do this I think that would be amazing is that something you could put together for our audience definitely let me try and uh, you know join the best uh, five exercises the golden five exercises that one at any age can do and at any given point in time can do let us uh, chalk the best uh, golden five exercises I think that would be sensational because I think once, uh, you know, you kind of see it and then obviously you can adapt it to your situation, your lifestyle, your time, all those sort of factors. But just to have a bit of, I guess, a guide would be sensational. So if you can, we'll definitely get that together and we'll put that out there for our audience um, because I know for myself, you know, I always just say to you, so no, but can you record something and send it to me? Because 
you know, if you tell me, I'm never going to remember. And then, you know, you don't want people to be doing things incorrectly because obviously we don't want injuries and we don't want people to be, um, you know, sort of doing something that's wrong. So if they can, if you can show us the right way and the correct way and the safe way to do things, that'd be amazing. Absolutely. I'll definitely make a short video soon and shall be sharing it. Fantastic, Sonoba. Um, thank you so much. And, you know, I think, you know, we've obviously discussed this many times, but um, just remind us, like, why is movement not just physically, but why is it mentally so important for us? Look, when your muscles work out, so let's say when you stress your muscle, it also mm-hmm. releases endorphins straight into your bloodstream. Now, yeah. endorphin is a stress relieving hormone. Now you need that on your day-to-day life, daily life basis. Now stress is again Mm. varying in several different factors of life, you know. Some are daily stressors, some are, you know, emotional stressors, some are physical stressors. So stress is everywhere around you. Now your body, this is like a chemical that really makes you feel good from within. It kind of, you Mm -hmm, know, adjusts, it manages your glucose levels. So if you strengthen your Mm. muscles, the glucose from the food that you also consume is you know broken down better you don't get those unnecessary spikes which you know kind of then deteriorate your health you do not get hungry very often your body Mm. is also you know feeling fresh so you feel good the feel good factor from within starts yeah and it becomes a part of your lifestyle so when that starts, when your body yeah. is constantly getting into this mode of releasing the stress-relieving hormone, mm. the endorphin, straight into your blood, it mm. becomes happy. It's a happy hormone, you know. You feel good oh, about yeah, it. I so agree. Yeah. And with yeah. that, your body's aches and pains go. Mentally, mm. you feel, you know, when you're out of pain, you function better. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. 100% yeah. agree with you there. Yes, because see, women post-childbirth have a lot mm. of back pain. And it's kind of yeah. chronic back pain, which is, you know, where, uh, never addressed or never spoken mm. uh, openly about. It is It just becomes yeah. like a part of their life and they just carry on. Mm. The hip and mm. the back pain is something very common amongst women, especially yeah. when they, you know, put on weight. Now, mm. it's not only about being body conscious, but it is also mm. about understanding your body and to how much your body can control and take. So mm. let's say if your muscles are not strong, Tomorrow, definitely your knees are going to get the load of it. Your knees are going to start hurting. So losing weight at that particular point in time is not a practical Mm. approach. Yes, it is, but it's a long-term approach. And then again, if you don't have these hacks and you don't have this lifestyle modifications, then it becomes very difficult with age and time to kind of, you know, lose weight. Now, let's say somebody with a knee problem is always told to lose 10 kilos. Mm. And it's not possible at the you know, when you have a knee problem, mm. you are always in the zone where, uh, you know, you are in, in your 50s or probably late 40s or probably above 50. And at that age, your body also has certain hormones which are very dominant and stubborn, which mm. don't break down and help you lose weight. Plus, your body is so used to with those high glucose levels that it becomes very difficult to combat it. I think, you know, what you're saying, and I mean, this is a whole other episode, which I really want to do one day with you as well, because I myself, you know, I'm 47 and I can see my body's changing. But what you said about the kind of like the feel good is so true. And I think it's about finding what works for you. And, you know, 
I know that, like, for example, when I lived in India, um, as well as working out with you, swimming was also a big part of my life. But now back in Melbourne, it's the weather and, you know, time, lifestyle is not as conducive to that. But I've, you know, finally found a format that I'm really enjoying. And like you said, it's almost like, I don't want to say like, you know, that kind of like healthy addiction, but it is because you get that, that endorphin rush. And like you said, it just kind of like, once you kind of get into that and you start sort of, I think, I guess, seeing the benefits of that, mm. um, you want to keep doing it. You want to keep doing more of it. You know Absolutely. what I mean? So I think, I think, you know, but I, I definitely agree with what you're saying. And I think we should, you know, bring it back to the point of this uh, podcast is that, you know, if we start with 10 minutes, it means that in the long run, like you said, all the other health problems that can come up, we're kind of almost, you know, it's like an, ins- like, you know, preventing or like, in insurance against all those things. I mean, Absolutely. No you're dealing the life. onset. You're yeah. dealing the yeah. onset of physical problems that, you know, you would have yeah. at a particular age. Yes. And, and I, it's always you know, good to that. have, you, it's always good to mm. have strong muscles over not mm. having them strong because muscles are your skeletal system, which is going to hold everything in place. So it's very important to have a strong core, especially for women. Yeah, but do you think, Sonova, like I see for sure, you know, just within my sort of, I guess, family circle and I look at, you know, my parents and a lot of their friends who live in Australia mm-hmm. and I compare it with, I guess, um, people that I know who have a similar age uh, in India and, you know, given the differences in lifestyle, as you would be aware, I think in Australia or in the Western world, you are forced to be more active because, you know, you don't have the level of support that you have in other countries in Asia or in India so, you know, I think that in some ways, and I've always thought this, does a massive disservice to our bodies, Absolutely. you know, because uh, we, we are not uh, in India, you know, I know that, you know, that you don't have to uh, do certain physical activity. Like even today, like, for example, I'll give you an example. I came back after a really long day of driving and out and about. And I looked, I was, I was driving down our street. I saw the rubbish bins had mm. to go out tonight. And I just rang my daughter. I said, oh, my God, Ashia, can you go gather all the rubbish? Let's go put it outside. And, like, you know, there's just constant physical work that has to happen. And it's like it, if you don't do it, it doesn't happen. But in India, you know, this happens and that happens. So, you know, it's so different. And I think, um, and I, I mean, obviously you train people all over the world. Do you see that as well? Yes, in fact, I do. And that is why Mm. I encourage people to, you know, listen to their bodies and understand their bodies. So you see, Mm. when you have a healthier mind, your chores, you know, whilst doing your chores also, you would self-challenge yourself. Yeah, yeah. Walking up the driveway, going up from your basement, you would, you know, try Mm. and do, you know, staircase lunges. You would do a couple of things that, you know, you can accommodate and you'd feel good about it. It'll just be that kick Mm. of it. It'll just be the fun of it. So this is how I always encourage people. So if you can't swim, you can't go for a swim. Never mind. Don't trust me. Vacuuming works. Vacuuming actually works up an amazing sweat. I will tell you that personally. Absolutely. Absolutely. And if you mop the floor, if you mop the floor, it's double calories. Totally. Exactly what I do. (laughs) (laughs) I completely agree. Housework never felt so good. Uh, especially when you think about how much calories you're burning as you hang out the bed sheets, you mm. really feel uh, a good satisfaction Absolutely. that you're doing your work and you're burning those calories. <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, that's a good way, a nice optimistic way to look at doing finishing your house chores. Yes. 
Absolutely. And I think that's a great, uh, a great note to finish on with the podcast. I mean, obviously, this is a huge topic and we could talk about it, you know, in depth for a really long time. But I think the bottom line is, and what I've got out from this conversation is that, you know, consistency, finding something that works for you, you know, that you can fit into your daily life, like you said, um, like as easy as brushing your teeth or as, you know, habitual as brushing your teeth. And I think, you know, once you find that joy um, and enjoyment in that, it will just become second nature. And I think that's the key. And I think that's where we have to sort of, you know, drive this home to people that at the end of the day, investing in your health is the biggest investment you can do, I feel. Absolutely. You know, uh, sometimes if you're just, it's it's you have to invest in yourself because if you won't, yes. no one else is going to either. So true. So true. Absolutely. Babe. I completely believe that. And I think, you know, thank you so much for sharing all your wisdom. Um, and I think, you know, you bring so much knowledge and experience to the podcast and especially in terms of like, actually what physically um, happens in the body, you know, with exercise, I think is so essential for people to understand the, the, the chemicals that kind of, uh, you know, get transmitted and, and, and why we have that feel good from it. And I look forward to seeing the video you put together for us. I can't wait to share that with the audience because I think that's going to be a game changer for so many people when they can actually kind of like start incorporating that um, as a starting point. So thank you so much. And um, it was an awesome show today. Thanks, guys. Thanks for being here with us. Welcome. Take care.